At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good Tuesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, however you're taking us in this morning. I appreciate it. Jeff Parlay, producer number eight and five, here as well. Uh, and uh, to my right, as a special uh, New Year present for those who are celebrating Rosh Hashanah this morning. Uh, I believe Shana Tova is what we say. Ladies and gentlemen, Todd Tuesdays, not to be confused with Wishnev Wednesdays, who's hanging out with us for part of the first hour. Todd Wishnev, star of Showtime's docuseries action. How you doing, man? I believe I'm also the star of the Megapod, and I, at one time I carried this show as the Gil and Todd show. I like to, <laughs> used to call it the top, top billing. Used yeah. to call it well, the Todd I like Gil to show. the top billing. Anyways, uh, no, it's great to see the guys. Jeffrey Parles and I played tennis yesterday. And him and his girlfriend stole my sunscreen at the end because I beat them badly. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you, by the way, if you had that at under ninety seconds, it cashed. Todd to tell everybody that he beat you in tennis yesterday. Please yeah. see my uh, Twitter for my fantastic video there in right. hundred eight degrees. <laughs> so but, tell tell everybody this is the first time you've been back in. By the way, on the show today, I should probably say this. Uh, we will talk to Paul Sporer and Mark Borchard both about baseball, but it's primarily football today. Pete Futak on college football. Uh, we'll go through NFL games week one because we obviously don't have a guessing lines week one. We'll do all that. And I have a college football sort of rumination to talk about here in the first hour. I want to get your guys' uh, thoughts on something I referred to yesterday. Um, we'll get into that momentarily. But first, tell. so this is your first time back in Vegas since the pandemic. First time back in Vegas since the pandemic. I've been in Pittsburgh where we have 2021 betting options as opposed to what goes on here in Vegas in the uh, dark ages mm-hmm. where you barely have in-game. Yeah, <laughs> taking a first shot, yes. Uh, it's true, it's yeah. true. We waited. So that, and that's why you're staying in Pennsylvania because the options are so much more plentiful. Yeah, it's just fantastic Yeah, what's, uh, what's offered over there, you know? You've been betting the tennis? You were riding the tennis? I have played Gilly Ice's tennis. Just so you know, I used to be his tennis mush. My first uh, forays with his tennis picks over the years have always gotten him in the little lulls where he has a couple losers. Yeah. And now um, even <laughs> I can't mush him because he's just winning every every night, and I'm winning right with him. So, so we, don't blame me anymore. So we will have a tennis. We have a couple tennis picks coming up today. Um, yesterday, another uh, clean sheet. We hit on... Uh, in the morning, Emma Raducanu, who uh, dropped, a, who was down a break to Shelby Rogers to love, 
and then came storming back with 11 straight games. Before and 40-15 in the third game. Oh, yeah, and she was 15-40 in the third game down too low. Don't correct. forget. Don't forget, right? And then she stormed back to win that game and 10 others, and then she sort of conceded a game. I think just not to be disrespectful, she rolled Emma, uh, She rolled Shelby Rogers. And then the over in uh, the Bianca Andreescu-Maria Sakari match last night, two tiebreakers from set, set one and set two. That thing was cashed. Uh, midway through the second set, all we needed is for no one to end it by injury, and it got pretty dicey there at the end because Andrescu was crumpling, and so she did make it to the finish line. That's all I kept saying was like, just, just get it, just hang in there, BB. Hang I kept in there. Thinking that if yeah. she gets out, then we're gonna have one of those like horrible, uh, horrible you know, refunds. Yeah, Ugh, that would have been like that would have been That's like when you have the over in a baseball game already in the seventh inning, uh, and then it goes rain delay, and you're like, oh no. The worst. Yes, I don't like that. The worst. Like but we got it. We got them both done. So we do have two picks coming up. The quarterfinals begin today. We will do that uh, a little less than a half an hour. I know why you're here. Uh, but back to uh, back. I did to, not say Shanatova back to you because as a renounced Jew, right? We do not say Shanatova mm-hmm. in my religion. Renounced Judaism, <laughs> of which there are one member. Yes. Um, we don't do that. Oh, sorry. You know, we just say I was not offended. We in, just in say uh, Happy Tuesday. Okay, yeah. so you're in. You're, I was not a fan. I didn't even notice that you had to get yes. it back to me. Yes. Uh, so you're in Pennsylvania because of all the wonderful betting options. But you are primarily, just to refresh people who are like, who is this guy, this Todd Wishnev? Uh, you are primarily an in-game better at this point. You rarely pre-flop. I mean, I'll pre-flop every once in a while. But the in-game just gives you so much information. And I don't understand why people who people who do have a uh, aversion to it don't understand how much information that you're getting yeah. from these, whatever the sport, be it college football. I mean, you're watching these games. Look, I'm not saying you're going to win every in-game bet just because you watched the first and quarter. I, and I didn't last night. I lost last night, too. Yeah. And I lost in the Notre Dame game. But in general... In general, mm-hmm. it gives you a huge leg up if you understand how in-game betting works and what the line's going to be, and it, and you can anticipate. Okay, if they score here, this is what it's going to be now. And if you can do those little anticipation shots, just an interruption. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay, Todd Wishnev. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio. I'm sorry to interrupt, sir. It just gives you so much more opportunity, you know, in the in the in-game because. All the strategy that's going to be played out in the game is unknown prior to the game. Yes. You don't know whether it's going to be a blowout. You don't know whether this is going to happen. This guy's going to get injured. You have no idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Generally speaking, I subscribe to it 100%. Though I will say last night that I did not play Ole Miss preflop at minus 8.5. And, and then I was like, oh, my God, they're going to roll them out of the building. And what in-game number did I take? Minus 19.5. I lost by the hook. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm yeah. not saying in-game means you win 100% of the time. Nor am I. I'm just pointing out. Right. Yes. But, you know, I just think it definitely gives you, I mean, look, that college basketball season I had last year mm-hmm. was just, you know, tons of in-game. And, I mean, you just have options. When they have so many games on the board on a college basketball Saturday, sometimes like, I don't know, two, three hundred million games on a Saturday. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure and, that's the can. Yes. And you're just... By the way, if you would do nothing more than see who has five fouls in the first five minutes of the half yeah. and just bet overs like that, you can't help but win. Because of bonus situations, you're saying. Yeah, yeah they're going to yeah. be fouling every single time down. They're mm-hmm. going to be free throws. It's going to lead to more and more you, possessions. You feel the algorithm does not incorporate that properly. They try to adjust them. I'm sure the books do juice them up a little bit. But when there's 200 million games, can they get them all right? It's impossible. It's a yeoman's task to get 10 yeah. games right. They're going to get a 500 of them right? Parlay, not to belabor that game last night, but did you have a play in the uh, Ole Miss-Louisville game? No. I did not. I stayed off. If anything, I would have. I would have. I would have lost. I would have taken the game over preflop. Ole Miss wins it by 19, 43 to 24. Cover is nine point preflop favorites. Do we have Matt Corral's adjusted Heisman odds? That's probably the biggest thing of this. Matt Corral. I joked it during the first drive, two couple drives on primetime action last night. I'm like, he's going to throw for 500 yards in this game. Ended up, I believe, at 383 was the final number for Matt Corral. Uh, who, he could have he could have thrown for five hundred if he wanted, and they just sort of stopped. You were saying that Ole Miss just kind of stopped playing defense. Um, three hundred eighty-one yards. Let me be exact. Pardon me, um, but I, I just say this about college. There's there's a few things about college football that are fascinating to me. One, and I sort of alluded to this yesterday. 
I think we spent, because we have months, right, literally three months before college and pro football to talk about these sports in a way, because people can't get enough football, and I understand it. But with college football, I think we get, it's the most, it's the one where I think we make the most mistakes on year after year, right? Oklahoma's going to do this. They never do, right? They never live up to the expectations. Um, We saw North Carolina, a lot of people hyping up North Carolina. At least after one game, it sure doesn't look that way. Sam Sam Howell's Heisman candidacy candidacy took, took a hit 25 to 1. I guess what I'm saying is, when we analyze baseball before a season, um... I feel in general, NBA, it's so top-heavy, you're not going to get things wrong, right? But I feel like we're, I feel like college football, even more than pro football, we just get wrong more often. And now I think Matt Corral's uh, Heisman odds, we have 14 to 1. 14 to 1 for Matt Corral. Well, why shouldn't we get it wrong? There's 8 billion kids on the team. Right. And there's a zillion new guys. And this You're is, right. And there's no preseason game. Of course. Of course. But what, somehow we're surprised. Right? I'm not surprised. Now, now let me. I'm going to throw this out there. I, I mentioned I had a, a rumination on college football. I want to throw this out to both of you guys and, and, and see if I'm nuts here. So there's a lot of people. My my buddy Dr. Bob, who by the way went seven and zero apparently on his best bets and his strong opinions this week. Um, Bob was talking about um, you know the fact that the whole bunch of things went under this uh, this week in college football. He's going to give us his theory about why he thinks there was a spate of unders because he thinks it's not aberrational. But he models college football, and I think about him when I'm what, about what I'm about to say. And anybody who bases their college football plays based on power rankings or whatever mechanical process they use. So yesterday I alluded to this, and Scott Gordon was the one with a great tweet about this. I alluded to the Texas A&M-Kent State game. And Kent State down 31 points, but 28.5 or 29.5 point dogs had two first and goals, or at least two first and whatever in the red zone situations late in that game against Texas A&M, and they set up field goal attempts. One was a 25-yarder, one was a 24-yarder, to get the game from 31 to 28 in the closing seconds of the game. So I threw this out to... That smells bad. Smells bad to me too, right? So I threw it out yesterday on a numbers game, and then last night on Primetime Action, Pete Futak's a guest of ours later on this show, but he was on Primetime Action with Matt Brown and uh, Kelly Bidlin and I last night, and I threw that out to him. I'm like, hey, that doesn't look... That looks like he that coach knew the spread pretty pretty clearly, right? And he goes, without missing a beat, Futak's like, no, I just think he's looking to see what he has in his kicker. And I can't remember if Matt... Matt, so, So that's what I thought, right? So then, when I talked, so when I talked about it yesterday morning, someone else tweeted me in because it wasn't that wasn't the only game where these kind of shenanigans happen, right? Arkansas uh, was playing Rice, and Arkansas, you know, they were only up fourteen. The spread was twenty and a half late in the game. All they had to do was sit on the ball. They ran it in. Well, to, sometimes you, we used to see that in the past, also, but. I think you're definitely going to see more shenanigans. Oh, so I'm getting to my point here, right? So, and then one more example. One more example of this, and I want to get this right. Okay, so Kentucky, uh, what was this now? Kentucky was favored by 31. They had first and goal up 38 to 10 with 90 seconds left. They don't take knees. That's another epidemic in college football general. No one takes a knee. Remember, like, that's well, been going on for a while. That's been going on what for a while. What about when Luke Fickle ran oh. hurry up inside the five in the bowl game right, in the to beat up. me? I remember that. Inside the five. All right, let me finish the Kentucky thing. They're favored by 31. They had first and goal up 38 to 10 with 90 seconds left. They didn't take a knee. They ran not once, not twice, but three plays to punch in a touchdown, including a pass attempt to score and cover with under a minute to go versus UL Monroe. Well, you have to know this stuff, and you have so to watch this stuff. Exactly. So this is what I'm getting at. So all these folks, so it's one thing to talk about the preseason and talk about, hey, let's do a Big Ten preview, let's do an SEC preview, whatever. And here are our thoughts on the teams, and here are our thoughts on the Heisman. But now I just want to throw this out and see what you think. One of the biggest fears of legalization was that kids in college, remember this whole thing for years leading up to legalization? Oh, they're going to be corrupted. They're going to do all this. And we were all like, come on. They were already corrupted. Okay. Go ahead. What if what we didn't anticipate was coaches? So in other words, back in the day before legalization, it was kind of a cute thing when someone like Bill Snyder at Kansas State clearly knew what the spread was. and It was like isolated coaches where you're like, oh, Bill Snyder, he knows what he's doing, right, for the boosters. What if the, the unintended consequence or what we didn't anticipate consequence 
of legalization is that more and more college football coaches are now keenly aware of the spread and are actually calling plays informed by the spread late in games. I just gave you three examples. I think it's going to happen more and more. Uh Uh-huh. And open your eyes, folks. Okay. So that's, I'm glad you agree with that. You're not looking at your kicker down 31. I don't think okay, so You're either. looking at your booster. That's what, That's I what think. you're looking at. You're a college coach, but it makes sense. You're a college coach. Who do you need to curry favor with? The people that are down at DraftKings betting on your team. So it can't not seep into their brains. I'm not, by the way, I'm not saying anything bad. And I'm not a conspiracy guy in general. It's not a conspiracy. It's not. I know. But people are like, ah, you believe in UFOs. No, 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 no. It's not a conspiracy. If you were the coach, what would you do? I don't know. You know know all the boat boosters. I don't know what I would do. (laughs) Bet your team. I don't know. Because they went down to the book before they came to the stadium and got liquored up. Uh Uh-huh. And they want a cover. This is, by the way, this is what Todd and I would do on Rosh Hashanah morning. Every, if, we, if we were friends as kids, this is what we would have done every, every Rosh Hashanah morning. Talk about stuff like this. I don't so, think it's so crazy. And by the way, I, I had another experience that I will not talk about on the air uh-huh. about people betting who you wouldn't think would be betting. And I won't talk about it, but... yeah. Okay, so there's a lot of fi- craziness fin- going finishing on. Finishing the thought, right? Rounding yeah. and finishing the, the arc of the thought. So I think about guys who are, you know, seriously betting college football, not in-game like you and I necessarily do, but they're pre-flop betting because their model says this and their power rankings say this or whatever it is mechanically that they get to a a conclusion and a college football pick based on an edge. I just think now that this is an extra layer that pollutes what they do, that they have to be keenly aware, they have to now keep track of this kind of behavior. Like if the Arkansas... Well, it's going to show up in the numbers right. for favorites covering a little bit more on in big numbers. Because the assumption of handicapping is that there is a tacit agreement that the spread is not involved, right? That you are playing football by the spirit of the game. Great point, which is why now I've started taking more money lines in close games because I don't want any of That's the nonsense. Right. At least we can hope they're playing to win the game, as Herm Edwards would say. Yes. Let's hope there's not shaving involved, and I think there's less chance of that. Right. But we know we would think they're at least trying to win the game. Mm-hmm. So I don't want the minus two and a half. Give me the minus 160 or whatever it is in in-game at that time. Yeah. I mean, I just think I just think it's a fascinating thing based on what we saw in this first week because it occurs to me that this seems to be we've all listen. You said it. We've all the the, the notion of teams not kneeling and the guy running into the line and then breaking a sixty yarder when you had when they had no business doing it. We've seen that before, but those, those appear to be three really clear examples, especially the Kent State one. I mean, my goodness, really twenty five yard field goal, twenty five. You want to see what the kickers got? Come on. Um, so I just, Unless it was like fourth and fourteen or something, but you're telling me it wasn't fourth down. No, no, no. It was not. It, no, it, we got to fourth down. What I'm saying is they, they had first and goal. They're down thirty-one. You're trying to throw it and punch it in the end zone. That's way. If you want to see what you have in your kicker, don't you want to see what you have in your quarterback right. or your running or your wide receivers or that? Plus, you of want thing? the seven. Exactly. You're not trying to lose by twenty-eight naturally. No. I'm okay. With you. So I just uh, thank you. I just uh, when I was shot down on that last night, I was like, really. You guys don't think well, that's I a think thing? I think a lot of people have a romantic notion of college football and life in general that is totally unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole nother matter. It's a whole nother matter. Um, okay, so we want to do this too, Jeff, because uh, we're going to take a baseball break at one point. We're going to talk to Pete Futek, uh, later Paul Sporer, obviously, and Mark Borchard on baseball. Um, let's, because we didn't have a guessing line yesterday, let's talk some NFL football. We did this on primetime action last night. Let's take a look at these games one by one and sort of just get um, preliminary thoughts. Not really preliminary thoughts. We've thought about this for a whole offseason. But as we head into week one, um, and Todd, you and I signed up for a contest over at Circa yesterday. How many millions did you end up doing? How many survivors? Right now, I just did one and one. Just one and one? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's start with the, uh, with the Thursday. For Dallas. Um, I went ahead. I already had Tampa Bay and teasers every which way with the Rams, with the Niners, with the Bills. But I went ahead and bet Tampa Bay straight. 
uh, and now it has crept up uh, to eight. It was seven and a half. Uh, I'm surprised that it didn't move on the news of Zach Martin being out, but apparently the market doesn't really react to offensive linemen like it ought to. But now it is eight. Um, your thoughts on that game? Do you think this is a Buccaneers run out? You know, if there's any sport that I'd like to in-game more than any other, it's the National Football League. More and than I would always ignore the preseason because the preseason is completely meaningless. It's not even football. They're just running the place to see the guys and uh, other than Jim Harbaugh or, or uh, uh, John Harbaugh. And um, I just don't want polluted my mind polluted by all the talk. Mm -hmm. Because there's always talk. I remember like when you're, oh, the Buccaneers are going to be great this year. There's always like the sexy pick and all that. You know what? I don't need to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. Let me turn on my little direct TV with my eight little boxes and I'll watch the goddamn game. Do you, okay. you watch it on the eight little boxes? Of course. You, is that how you watch it? How else can you watch it? If you had eight different screens, maybe. Well, yeah, you could do that, too. I'm just saying, right. I mean, here I would have all the eight screens, but if, if like, last year... In the cork was, attic, you go eight little boxes. No, no, no. We, we don't have the DirecTV there. No. It's a whole, we, we don't have the southern sky. It's a whole big problem with the trees. <laughs> yeah. But uh, where I was watching the games, I had the eight little boxes because uh -huh. I, I have to see them all, right? But the point is... I'm going to know more about these teams after watching five minutes into the second quarter than all the blather yes. that we heard for sure about that preseason. But now that you're in a contest, you got to have five picks against the spread pre-flop. That's a big problem. <laughs> you probably should have thought about that <laughs> no, before you got big, It's a big problem. <laughs> well, because it's a contest, and these contests are hard. Let's be yeah, honest oh, with you. They're if ridiculous. You're, if you're not going to catch a break early in the season, you're going to need to catch some breaks. So I guess through the prism of our contests, let's, let's talk, have this discussion. Would this be a game you would consider either way? Now, it is a Thursday game, so in Circa, you would have to put in all five of your picks. Yeah. If this were, uh, let's put it this way. So the fact that it's Thursday means you're not going to play it is what I'm getting. For the for the point spread one, no. Okay. For the for the survivor, Fezzik was bringing up something very interesting, very complicated thing about why you have to play Tampa Bay, and I won't go into the whole thing. Oh, but we should go into it. I, I don't, it's too complicated. But anyways, the point I don't think is it's too complicated. People, we could do it after the break. But go yeah, ahead. What about anyways, your thoughts on this game? Um, I mean, obviously Tampa Bay is also the. I think they're the highest lined. Uh, team this week, so that's probably going to get the most action on the uh, you know survivor thing. Maybe. Um, I mean, the way I look at it in the survivor is you're going to have to get really lucky, even if you play it optimally, right? You could play the survivor incredibly optimally. Look at, look what happened to me last year? Yeah, yeah. And you still have to get very lucky. So, in a sense, the survivor to me is a lottery ticket that you can enhance your odds in slightly, but you're still going to have to hit the lottery in a sense, right? Are you making a pick here or not? Not yet. No, I'm not making a pick yet. <laughs> just no, that's I'm sorry. Sorry. Yes, Jeff Parley. Yes, sir. Just one quick thing, yes. uh, at least for the Circa contest. Remember, there's that million-dollar bonus if you save Kansas City or Tampa that's Bay correct. week 18. Yes. So I have a feeling there will be some, some players where – if I were in that contest, Gil, I would be taking Tampa this week. I, I would. Let, let me put it this way. The Kansas City-Tampa Bay $1 million bonus, if you save one of those teams for the final week of the season, is just, to me, a distraction. Like, I don't, that is not going to inform any of it. Agreed. But if you're winning $6 million, do you really need to get greedy and win the other $1 million and, and mess up the way you play it? And can't you see a million people taking the Los Angeles Rams and the Bears coming out big and winning the game? Ah. I could see that easily. People will be on the Rams. Oh, Matthew Stafford's on the Rams, you know. <laughs> Look, we'll come back. I want to get that uh, Fezzik theory that you're just talking about because I think it's interesting. Coming back on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Football season just around the corner. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Just download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800- 522 it's Gil Alexander. It's a numbers game. Uh, Todd Wishnev 
Todd Tuesdays. You'll uh, join us for a little bit of Wishnet Wednesdays tomorrow, too? Absolutely. All right. And then uh, Thursday, the Megapod in person. You have to do better than nodding. It's really well, I will deal. say this. Yeah. this I, I'm, we're not going to have this deal where the guest gets to pick and then you and Mikey get to pick and I always have to pick last. That will not happen anymore. Okay. Well, we will do the snake okay. draft picks because I okay. get stuck last every time. That's a, that's a fair point. Yes. That's a fair point. Incredibly unfair. Uh, we get tweets all night long, all through the day uh, about tennis, and I just I so appreciate all the love on these tennis plays. Um, so uh, there's too many to get to, but we'll, we'll read uh, the, the latest ones we have in the last couple hours. Tooth Boy, uh, I keep telling my friends to follow Gil for these picks, uh, but they seem resigned to continue losing college football bets. That is, that is very universal. People would rather lose money in sports they love. Well, they, I understand that. Though. I do. That's how people are with with some with some stuff. I'm just saying it's a, it's a truism. Um, let's see here. Uh, Doggy Daddy Gill wanted to let you know tennis been very very good to me. Yes, been very very good to us. We will have tennis picks coming up. Um, this is one I want to. Yeah, the ranking. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to read that one because I don't I don't I don't believe what you're saying. Uh, PJ, I know you've got at least one or two uh, for the people today. I do have two coming up, two tennis picks coming up momentarily. Um, and then this one is from this one is from Bears 100. Please lock Todd up in a soundproof booth when you give out your tennis picks, so there's no way he could mush this hot streak. I can't mush the hot streak. Gilly is so godlike with the tennis now that he, so I've been me. playing him for the last you know week or so and winning along with you. So I'm not mushing him anymore, folks. Nick A, I don't have a future on the U.S. Open. Would you recommend taking Djokovic minus 150 to win the tournament? Any recommendation on the women's side? I have Barbara Krajikova from before the the tournament at 18 to one and 20 to one, as we so said on I. this show. What's that? So do I. Uh, and <laughs> Daniel Medvedev at plus 575. So what I would say is if you have conviction on Djokovic, uh, that's not a bad price. I would not I would not tell you not to do that, but I am I am against that uh, based on what I have. But if you, you have conviction, here's a Tom K. Add Pitt to the list of questionable endings, throwing in the last five minutes up 37 against UMass with the spread hovering around 38. Uh, the Better Life, Tim Lawson. I think Todd is spot on with the money line. Spreads can be viewed as challenges, but winning is still the goal. Well, I've been saying this for years on the show. I've been saying if, if this show has done anything, get out of the construct of pre-flop ATS and think about other ways to bet. And money line parlays, I talk about them all the time. Like, be aligned with the... Uh, with the goals, or of don't these even teams. parlay, just bet the money line, or just bet the money line. That's right. Um, do 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 do, and on and on, and we'll get to more tweets a little later. I want to do. You you said now. Say I ran you up too close to this. Basically, give give us the. Uh, you you alluded to the Fezic thing that he wanted to talk about with Tampa Bay. Well, basically, he's basically saying that there's going to be a lot of people that are going to take Tampa Bay. Let's say 25 percent of the contest takes Tampa talk Bay about in the survivor. Survivor, yeah. Okay, so if Tampa Bay loses, everybody, all the professionals are going to enter the contest on Friday mm-hmm. because they have all this dead money in the contest. Because you can still sign up after Thursday's game. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, and then the opposite is also true. He's saying that if Tampa Bay wins and now 25 or 30% of the, of the field has 1-0, and o, right, mm-hmm. Then the 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 um, professionals are going to say, forget it. We don't want to get in and go against twenty five percent of the field that that's already beating us one to zero. That's no good. And then maybe Circle have an overlay because all the pros won't show up. Interesting. It is very interesting what he's saying. And and by I mean, the he way, he used a great example is calling it. You have to make eighteen free throws in a row because you're you're basically. You know, probably the average pick is a 60 or 70% pick, which is like a free throw, right? Mm-hmm. And you got to hit 18 in a row and somebody else is one for one and you're yeah. 0 for 0. That makes a difference. He's, so that's very interesting what he's brought up. And I think he's right in theory about both of those things. Two things I would question, though. One, I think he's got the percentage of people who are going to take Tampa Bay a little too high. And two, he's he is always mathematically thinking about things. And I wonder what's what's the full pool of people that think as mathematically as him, like right. how how significant of a of a sample well, size. Well, he thinks is that. there's a significant amount of those people. Yeah, interesting, very interesting. And there's no way, way to know that, obviously. Yeah, very interesting. We'll come back more with Todd Wishnev. One more segment with Toddy next on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
to a numbers game with Gil Alexander. Oh, this is good. Betting and beers with Brent. Get some friendly betting advice from your favorite guys in the desert. VEASAN's own Brent Musburger, the legendary Brent Musburger, will be hosting Betting and Beers with Brent on Friday, September 10th. Hey, that's this Friday. From 6 to 7 p.m. at the South Point Hotel and Casino's Grand View Lounge. So basically while we're doing the last hour of primetime action, he'll be over at the Grand View Lounge having Betting and Beers with Brent. He'll do it with South Point bookmakers Chrissy Andrews, Vinny Maliulo, and Jimmy Vaccaro, American treasure. VEASAN's team of experts will break down everything you need to know about betting on football this season. That's this Friday at 6 p.m. in the South Point's Grand View Lounge. Just a stone's throw. What would you call it? A little pitching wedge from here? Um, again, Brent Musburger, Chrissy Andrews, Vinny Malilo, and Jimmy Vaccaro. Something you simply won't get anywhere else. That is awesome. 6 to 7 p.m. for those coming into town right here at the South Point Hotel Casino. That's French, by the way. All right, it's Gil Alexander. Todd Wishnev is here as well. You having fun, Toddy? Oh, how can you not? Are you, uh, you're, you're also playing tennis every single day while you're here, Las Vegas well, Invitational Practice. I've been playing a lot of tennis in, in Pittsburgh, and mm-hmm. I will continue to play it here. You're playing Ben Wilson, who is our resident VEASAN tennis pro. He was fantastic in high school. I think he was ranked number two in mm-hmm. Wisconsin in doubles in high school. Is that correct, Jeff? Yeah, he's a, a, a state runner-up in doubles. Okay, and he's fantastic. We played last year, and of course, you know, at 290, and I had just started playing tennis, I mean, he, you know, he wiped the floor with me, but um, now that I've played for two summers, uh-huh. I think things are going to be different. Now, he made a passing comment to you that I was a <laughs> high three in the USTA ranking system, Yes, and I am no high three, Benny he Boy. Said, wait, he said you're a good three. A good three. <clears throat> Come on. This, I'm at least a four and a I four. I relayed this comment to Todd. He has been is annoyed by this all summer long. So now you're going to play right after the show. Yes. Now, here's the good thing. There's no – the only match that's taking place in the U.S. Open now that we're down the quarterfinals this morning after the show is the Medvedev match, which we're about to talk about and give my tennis picks. But – so I don't have to watch that one because I don't have a play on that. So I could go and watch you guys play, and I could bet on this. Are you guys going to set, like, a number? Of course there will be lines. Jeffrey, are you coming down? We're going to bet some – we're going to bet Todd versus Ben in tennis? For what it's worth, I made the line yesterday. Uh-huh. And, of course, I insulted – Todd was insulted by it, but – What's the line? But uh, I, I'm going <laughs> – when Ben set the six games, one set, Ben, I'm changing the line a little bit on you, Todd. Ben laying five games in that set, flat minus 110 both sides. So if ben I get to minus... six to two, I lose six two, I cash. Correct. Six one push, six two, he cashes. Correct. Wow. Oh, I'll take yeah, that I had all four day. and a half, wow. but after thinking Max about bet. it overnight and remembering that Ben <laughs> is still, even though I will say this, Gil, Todd, significantly better than what we saw. Yeah, he's ten, and he's ten feet taller than that. Well, well, he can move a little bit. He can move a lot better than he could. Okay, so. people are waiting for real tennis picks. No, well, we, we we got to get there, Gil. Okay, so today, uh, let me just before we flash these up on screen, uh, we are at the quarterfinals in what has been just the most awesome. Uh, slam you could ever hope to watch, not only from a betting standpoint, and congratulations to all who have ridden this role. Uh, we're 8.66 units up in the U.S. Open itself, 17 and 11. The current run that we're on over 48, uh, our last 48 tennis picks, 23.38 units. Um, Actually, it, yeah, it's, it's... That's incorrect. It's you can't 20, be 31, no. 41, 14, and 1, or 31, yes, 16. Yes, no, we are. Let me explain to you why. I know so, you already told that, but it, you would have to take two winners off. Right, so listen, Todd, listen, seriously. 31, 14, and 1, <laughs> plus 23.38 units, or if two of those matches, right, that resulted in withdrawals after the first set, we would have lost those. So then you would only be up, instead of being up 23.38 units, you'd be up 20.7 units. But would, wouldn't you go down to 29 and 16 or no? No. Oh, oh correct. You would, you would, that's correct. You would not get those wins. You would be 29, that 16, and 1. That was my point, Okay, Gil. you're right. Thank you. You're right. You're welcome. <laughs> that's right. That's Either a mistake way, on it's an week. outstanding uh, Either record. way, you're yes. up over 20 units, yes. and really at most places, you'd be up 23. And I already have a question for you about Craig Jekova. Okay, you're already giving away the picks, man. It's on the screen. Stop it. It's not on our screen. Okay. Stop it. God. All right, you're out of here after this segment. He's done. <laughs> that's it. You're gone. Okay, so here's the thing. Todd already gave one away. First of all, on the men's side, we're not we're not playing uh, Daniil Medvedev. He's a massive, massive favorite in his match over Van de Zenda Schumper, or however you pronounce uh, my man's name. I think it's Van de... I forget. 
I'll say it correctly this time because I like to be uh, I like to be accurate on these names. Um, but I don't have it spelled in front of me. So yeah. But anyway, Medvedev is a massive favorite. He is going to end the wonderful, wonderful run that has been uh, here to the quarterfinals for uh, for Botic. I'll pronounce it correctly this time. Van de Zanschulp. Uh Medvedev is minus ten thousand. As you know, we have him plus five seventy five before the tournament. So uh, no play there. That's the only one. The other one on the men's side. It wasn't going to be a play this morning because the line had gotten away from us, but it's back to where where I had it last night. So it is a play on Carlos Alcaraz. Alcaraz? No. Carlos Alcaraz, plus 187. You can probably get a couple pennies better in some spots. Uh, it's the edge. It's the edge of good. So in other words, if this drops any, like if it gets below plus 180, um, and drift, don't play it. But right now at a current price, it is a play. Carlos Alcaraz plus 187 over uh, Felix Auger-Aliassime. Auger-Aliassime is the more known commodity. Um, he's a guy whose numbers, quite frankly, are better than that of Alcaraz in the long term. In the short term, no. Um, but either way, the price is the play here. Alcaraz should not be a plus 187 dog. So that's the play on the men's side. And do you as, ever like those as spreads, like as taking the games instead? Do you sometimes ever like I do. Sometimes I do. But, I mean, is it worth doing that? Like when you when you like a plus 187, does that mean, hey, Gil likes probably plus the games too? Because he Sometimes I play it that way. This time I'm playing it this way. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then on the ladies' side, uh, the Elena Svitolina match is priced properly. I know people have loved the run of Lila Fernandez. She upset not only Naomi Osaka, but also Angelique Kerber, upsetting two former world number ones. Um, but she's properly priced at minus 294 over Layla Fernandez today. There is no play on that. I expect Svitolina to win. Uh, that is actually accurately priced based on the data. The play that I love the most today, though, our girl, you know how I feel about Barbora Krajikova. She is our 18 to 1 and 20 to 1 preflop future in this tournament. She's plus 145 against Arena Sabalenka, who is the short shot to win the lady side at Flushing Meadows. Barbora Krajikova yeah. plus 145, despite I'm her ending. About the thing at, at, after the game. She's going to be fine. Despite her ending to that Garbine Muguruza, Muguruza match the other night, Krajikova plus 145, based on long uh, form hard court numbers over 12 months, based on hard court numbers over six months, even over three months, Fortnite, whatever, however, however you parse it out. Barbora Krajikova has superior numbers on hardcourt to the much more famous and much more well-known Arena Sabalenka. Krajikova, who won the French Open out of nowhere, has has really sneaky hardcourt numbers. It's why we have her in the futures markets, why we have her today. By the way, if you parse it out, uh, matches one, games one, however you slice it, Krajikova has the better numbers. And I think she bounces back today from that strange ending last night. Krajikova on the ladies' side, Alcaraz on the men's side, your tennis plays today. Thank you, Todd. You'll be back tomorrow, yes? Yes, indeed. Love you, man. Todd Wishnev. We'll come back. We'll talk baseball with Mark Borchard. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Back on a numbers game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. No one raises the stakes for English Premier League action like BetMGM. Sign up for the BetMGM app using code VSIN100. And if your first wager is a $1 money line bet on any EPL game, you'll receive $100 in free bets. If either team scores a goal, the opportunities to win big this season don't stop there. Try BetMGM's one-game parlay feature to make selections within a single soccer game. Download the app. It won't take you but a few seconds. Or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN100 to win $100. When you bet on any English Premier League game and either team scores a goal, Bet fearlessly on dozens of sports at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. New customer offer, paid in free bets, eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer, not available in Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Todd Wishnev is still here for one more segment because we're going to talk baseball, and you love baseball. But I know what's going on, except when I did come on your show in All-Star break, yeah. and, and I was just perusing the season wins yeah. thing, and I said Diamondbacks under 59.5 was a lock, a Twins under was a lock, yeah. and we, we bet all these, and we're winning them all. All of them. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. The Twins yeah. one Except was the a, only one, yeah. The adju- yeah. What we're talking about is adjusted season win totals at DraftKings that they put out during the All-Star break, right. and we sat here on the show, and we were incredulous. I didn't even study the lines. I was yeah. just like, 59.5? What are you talking about? Right. 
ridiculous. And the Twins were 77 and yeah, a half. Yeah, we're like, the Twins would have to go this and, and that. And I like the Tigers over 71 and a half. I didn't even play that one. Yeah. So, again, back to, the, by the way, these tennis records were 100% right. I just want to clarify that because you were questioning the, ver- the veracity of this. This is exactly what, what okay. the record well, is. Well, one has 46 and one has 48. That's all. That's the only thing I was saying. So I don't understand how you can make 48 picks and – Okay, so do you want me it to explain it? To, do you it want me to explain? No, 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 it, it does. Matter. Because, you, because no, you're on a crazy it does. Hold on, stop, stop. Because you came on the show, and okay. now you're, you're, you're poking holes, and I just want to point out to people. So it's 48 matches, right? Okay. 48 matches. 31 of them were wins. Okay. Either way, right? And one was a push. It was a total at 22. It was a push. Okay? So the other 16 matches, 14 were either, uh, 14 of them were losses, and two additional ones were either additional losses or refunds. Do you understand that? So they're no? pushes. No, not pushes. Stop using push. Push oh. is like on the 22. Oh. Okay. So that's why you have two less. Thank you. Okay. Well, you, that wasn't very clear because it's, it's confusing. My, the listeners understand until you came in here and tried to start to okay. pollute it. I'm sorry. Here's a man who understands spreadsheets. I apologize for... <sighs> it doesn't matter. Gil's on a great tennis Thank run. You. Bottom line. But here you it. are. Okay, that's it. Bad energy to it. Ladies and gentlemen, another man who knows spreadsheets <laughs> for baseball purposes <laughs> from an undisclosed location in the desert. Base winner, Mark Borchard. How you doing, Marky? I'm doing great, Gil. Mark, how are, you, how are you? You guys are sounding like you're having fun there. Oh, man. Todd always brings the fun. Um, have you met Todd before? Mark, Todd, Todd, Mark, by you the know, way? You know, I don't think I've been on air with Todd, but you're a legend, Todd. And, I, uh, you know, I, now that I have both of you guys to ask you this question, are there going to be odds on this Las Vegas Invitational Tennis Tournament? Let me put it to you this way. If there were odds and there was live streaming, we'd probably see a handle akin to an AFC championship game. That's what I'm saying. Not the Super Bowl. It's not that big, but it's up there. It's up there. No, the I, I, would def, I would definitely do some money line parlays. Absolutely. Ben Wilson minus five. I'm, I'm betting on this today. I'm legit betting on this. I'm not saying which way I'm going yet, but I'm betting on it. Well, Jeffrey Parles and me and his uh, girlfriend, Margaret, who played in college, we played a bunch of lined games yesterday, and I did end up going home with the cash. Okay, so um, here's the dealio. I want to ask you about these yes-no playoffs, because the last time you were on, Mark, or the time before, we sort of got cut off about this. So the National League wild card situation, and by the way, the San Diego Padres, despite having a combined opponent winning percentage of north of 590, still hanging tough. They're a game ahead for the number two wild card position. But when you look at the yes-nos at DraftKings, and you look at the wild card picture in the National League, uh, so right now, the, the Padres inhabit the number two position. The Reds are one game behind, actually two games back in the loss column, same amount. So one game behind, uh, percentage points behind, if you will. The Cardinals are three games behind the Reds, four behind the they're Padres. Out. They're out. Stop. Okay, hold on. Hold on. And then, oh, and by the way, I forgot about the Phillies. The Phillies are also just a game behind the Reds, two behind the uh, the Padres for number two. Um, and then there's the Mets, who are still on the screen. We should mention the Mets are still involved in this also uh, to, ra- to round this out. Thank you. Thank you, Todd. For I guess I shouldn't go on then. Uh, the Mets are, <laughs> the Mets are uh, four and a half out. Okay. All of these things are, are fine. The Mets are long shots to make it. As we talked about, the Reds and the, and the Padres have interesting numbers that are, you know, within the normal realm of betting. But the Cardinals are the one in this that the yes-nos are very strange. They're double digits to make the postseason. Uh, just four and a half out. Four and a half out. Um, excuse me, three and a half out. Pardon me. Three and a half out. Do your numbers support that they should be that big of a long shot? They, they should be longer by by my numbers, Gil. One of the things that, that I'm lucky to have built is this uh, season simulation. So it just, it basically gives me the odds every day of, of, the team making the wild card or winning the division or something like that. But just, just based on, on the raw data, analyzing the schedule, I've got the Cardinals just with a 1% chance to make the playoffs. So uh, they're pretty much out of it as, as Todd said. Pretty much out of it. Okay. All My right. goulash model also has them out. You know why? Why? In baseball, you have to hit the ball. Yeah, if offense. you can't hit the ball, you can't win the game. Thank you. Todd wishing everybody. All right, who do you have today? Who have you bet today here as we uh, are down to about the last 25 games of the baseball season, roughly, for most teams, give or take a game? 
Well, I'm going to play a money line parlay, and it's going to be a New York parlay, the Mets and the Yankees. Hmm. And uh, I've got this price, the Mets at minus 204. The market has it at minus about 165 right now. And I've got the Yankees at minus 230. So if you put these teams in a parlay, it pays plus 138. And Cole has just been tremendous uh, over his last five starts. Uh, I've got this, uh, and we talk about it, Gil, the, uh, the three-metric chart that I use, and it takes in swinging strike percentage, hard hit per nine, and expected walk rate. And Cole has just been tremendous. He's He's got a 98 percentile, 93 percentile, and an 86 percentile over his last three starts. And then if you just look at the uh, the base winner ERA compared to the to the other one, you know our guys' base winner ERA compared to the other guys. I've got Cole at two point five nine, and I've got Matts at four point four four. And then Carrasco looks pretty good. He's got an ERA of six point five nine, but a base winner ERA of three point nine. And he's going up against Cabrera. Cabrera's got a base winner ERA of six point four one. So some pretty good pitching numbers, and we do have a big big edge in the bullpen. Uh, for both games as well. So for those reasons, I'm going to play this New York parlay. It pays like plus plus 138. I'll take it. Um, Gary Cole is minus 275. Just looking at DraftKings numbers right here. Always shop around. I'll give you the MGM numbers momentarily. But Gary Cole minus 275 for AL Cy Young. Robbie Ray, who you came on this show and recommended at 100 to 1, is now 3 to 1. Lance Lynn plus 450. Everybody else double digits. Uh, Gary Cole has a big outing tonight. Is it Katie bar the door or can he still mess this up? I think he's going to have to have a couple of awful outings as much as I'd like to see Robbie Ray win. And he's been really good. And you talk about those 90 percentile performances and he's had like four in a row, but Cole's just been amazing. And I don't know what he's done. I mean, we all kind of like shook our heads and said, well, God, they're going to, they're taking away the sticky substance he's done, but man, He's had five starts of, of 80 percentile or, or greater. I just I think it's his, Gil. Unfortunately, I'd like to see Robbie Ray win it personally, but Cole's just been just unbelievable by those numbers uh, over the last five starts. Robbie Ray wins it to be your finest moment, Mark. Your finest moment among men. Well, especially since everybody was laughing at We me. were snickering. Yeah. I like that. That's even, even better. Yeah. Um, Any that, interest against going against Chichi Gonzalez and taking the uh, San Francisco we never don't hit Giants? <laughs> I love the place, uh, Todd, but the the problem is is the uh, the lines just it's gotten kind of out of control. It, it's it, it was at minus one fifty eight. It's like minus two ten. Yeah, but Chichi's been. I mean, this guy should win the comeback player of the year for staying in the league. But if you look at his advanced numbers, they're awful. Uh, the only, the only uh, worst numbers I've seen all week were, were Kikuchi's numbers. And uh, you saw what happened to him last night. But I, I think that the, the giants can, can just smoke this guy. How about a team total over against them? Maybe six and a half. though was, was, was really high, but first five, had, first five, do it. Book it. <laughs> Jeez. Just, just bullying him into a bet. <laughs> Just, all right, Mark, what, what, besides the New York parlay, what else do you have today? I'm going to go with the Phillies, and, and it's, been mo- it's been hit or miss with, with Aaron Nolan for me this season, mostly missed, but I've got this thing priced at minus 135, and you can get, a, you can get around even money in the market. Nola's a 94 percentile by that three metric chart and Lauer's decent, but he's only a 62 percentile. The one thing that kind of sticks out to me with Nola is uh, he's got two like really high performances over his last five and they're like top 20 performances. So I think he can shut down this Milwaukee team. I'm actually taking it on the, uh, on the five inning line at minus 120. I'm going to try to keep the bullpens out of it. Milwaukee's bullpen, by my rating, is really good. Phillies, not so good. I'm going to take the Phillies uh, on the five-inning line, minus 120, Gil. All right, Phillies minus 120, uh, first five, and then the uh, New York, New York money line parlay for Mark Borchardt to get last night in baseball. Both the Giants and the Dodgers are yesterday afternoon. Both them won, so Giants maintain the one-game lead. Both teams have 24 games left. And Seattle with a golden opportunity, as Mark alluded to, to uh, make up some ground on the Houston Astros. I can't believe I even said that sentence here in September. They get crushed, and so uh, they're going to have to try to bounce back in their next two. But uh, money line parlay on both New York teams and Philly, first five. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. 
My pleasure, Gil. Nice looking to meet to you, Mark. Tournament. I, I know. Nice talking with you, and I'm looking forward to the Las Vegas Invitational. <laughs> Todd, you got to go. We've had just about enough of you this morning. We'll see you tomorrow, though? Yes. All right. Todd wished to everybody on a numbers game at the Sports Betting Network. Pete Futak next. Paul Spora will join us. And Jeffrey and I will actually go through NFL Week 1 games because we sort of got sidetracked. It's next, right here on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.